Hey everybody, it's Michael Martin. Hope you're doing well. Hey, so, and thank you for being here. You thought I was going to forget saying that. No, 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 I am. Anyway, the idea being, we want to talk today about uncertainty. The, and that again can get kind of deep. When you trade, you're dealing with probabilistic outcomes, right? You know that you might win 40 who knows what your model is? It could be 20%. It could be 50%. The accuracy part doesn't really matter to the extent that your winners are many multiple the times that you lose or the size that you lose when you lose, right? Hence, we get the expected value. And so the tricky part for smart people is to come to terms with their lack of accuracy and to learn to live with expectation, i.e. mathematical expectation. And that's a, that can be a tough switch. That might not happen overnight, even if they could understand the math intellectually. It's tough to get over being wrong when you're used to being right so much. When you deal with the uncertainty part, you're dealing with probabilistic outcomes. You're dealing with the fact that you don't have perfect information, right? We have imperfect information. And the best you can do is put in your stops. So let's talk about the uncertainty for a second and maybe alleviate some of the duress you might have. Because look, if you're risking, say, one quarter of 1% of your equity on any given trade, 99% of the time you're going to get stopped out if you do, when you get stopped out from for that quarter point loss, most of the time it will work out. Once in a blue moon, you'll have something overnight where your stop gets jumped. And even when that's happened to me, it hasn't been like I was risking whatever. I don't know. I'm making something up now. $2 and it opened up $10 lower. That I can't recall happening. What happens is it opens down $250. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. So, but... You know, at that point, if you're trailing structure, especially, you know that the damage has been done. So you say, you know, the old saying is your first loss is your best loss. So you just get out. And once in a while, that's going to happen. But for what you do make when you make, you should be you should more than compensate all of that um, for for all of that. So when you're dealing with the uncertainty, um, when you're dealing with the uncertainty, the only really uncertain part from that standpoint, is the upside. Because you know, with great deal of certainty, when you put your, you know, when you put in your trades, and you get filled at, you know, 20 bucks, and you're risking a dollar, you know, your protective stops going in at 19, there is no ambiguity about that. Right? There is nothing uncertain about it. You know, the number, you know, the quantity, and you know how to put the order in. You could put it in for the day, you could put it in good till cancel. Um, and there you have it. So from that standpoint, you know, you're cooking with gas. The real uncertainty is how much is the market going to give you? What kind of move is going to happen on, to, on the upside? And that's what you're really showing up for. So you can kind of guarantee your own behavior by just making up in your mind that no matter you're an investment advisor with nine figures in net worth, you're a newer trader with five figures, it doesn't matter. You can always put in your protective stops and take solace in the fact that that's the best you can do. The upside is really the random part. You know, how how much is it going to move over what period of time, right? But now you're starting to massage 
your track record in as much that you're measuring and managing the drawdown. You see, that part you can kind of control and steer and create by virtue of the fact that you can say, hey, as I have attrition of my capital, I'm going to have a certain circuit breaker limit on a per trade basis. I'm also going to have a weekly number on the portfolio basis. So now we get into talking about portfolio heat, right? If you have 10 positions on each one with a quarter point of risk, you know, you can do the math and come up with what portfolio heat you need that you're willing to lose, but also that you need in order to hit your financial goals, right? Because if you don't have any risk on, you're not going to make any money, right? So it goes both ways. You need to have goals as to what you want your max drawdowns to be, max drawdown to be in an, over any period of time. But you also have to stay consistent with adding risk to make sure that you hit your upside goals. So then you have, then you can develop rules for turning the system on and off. If you have X amount of losers in a row, if you have X amount of losers out of 10 trades, Maybe you cut your position sizing if you're a discretionary chart reader. If you're more systematic, you could take a haircut on your capital and trade it smaller. You know, take a 40% haircut on your capital and trade $0.60 cent dollars of whatever's left, right? So you can do that. That's easy to program. Then the other side of it is the weekly or the monthly rules you have for your downside. Um... I wouldn't quit trading or stop trading if you had a huge month, right? I would stick with it because if your style has become amenable to the market, then stick with it. If you've had a big, you know, gain because you were long a huge position in Raven Industries and they announced some big deal, you know, that was you were in the right place at the right time, you'll take it. So will I. But for the most part, you really want to manage and focus on keeping your losses small because those are the things that you need to lead with when you're going to sit down with people. Here's how I managed the drawdown. Here's how I kept my head about me. Here's what I did when I was in the drawdown. I cut my position sizing. I cut my frequency. I have a weekly and a monthly rule. Because if you're worth your salt, people know that you can make money, right? But at the end of the day, they want to know what's going to happen when you're in your darkest hour. That's what people want to talk about when you're getting an allocation or you're trying to speak with clients. And if you don't lead with that, you're leaving a lot of pink elephants, you know, in the room. So you should start with that. Here's how I handle losses. We'll get to the winners in a minute, but let's talk about what happens when things don't work out. I think that shows um, integrity or a higher degree of integrity for sure. And it also answers a lot of questions um, that they might have. And it also shows, I think, a lot of character because most people are going to come in with hypothetical, you know, think about every allocator I've ever spoken with said they've never seen a hypothetical back test that they didn't like, which makes sense, right? Well, and who's going to show up with something that's done nothing but lose money, right? Although earlier in my career, I was really good at creating tax loss carry forwards. Like I was a natural, it was God-given ability. Um, it's like I didn't have to try. Anyway, um, you can go a long way to preserving your capital by having a strict rule of saying, hey, I don't want to be down more than 5% any given month. I don't want to have, uh, or any given week, I don't want to lose more than 10% in any given month. Now, granted, if you're trading with leverage and this and that, those rules are a little different. I'm just talking about trading on a cash, cash on cash basis. But nonetheless, you can set those rules up 
and I don't have it off the top of my head, but there is also a an equation out there that you can use that speaks to total ruin, a mathematical uh, equation for total ruin, which means you're out of business because you've, whether it was bad analysis, bad luck, or bad timing, you take, you know, two 20% hits, you know, two, two 20% losses back to back in a month, you know, that's something that you can avoid, right? So nonetheless, you can program all this stuff ahead of time and deal with the, what's certain and what is uncertain. The uncertainty really should be about how much money you can make and by when, because really the market's in control of that. What you're in control of is putting in your protective stops to preserve your capital. What you're in control of is being able to have a weekly rule that says, hey, if it's Wednesday, I'm down 4.8%, but I've got a 5% rule. I'm taking the next two days off because I'm never going to have a 5% week against me. It takes enormous discipline, but that's the type of discipline that the superhuman people have. That's what makes them superhuman is they can do the things that everybody else can't. Then if it's into, you know, week number three and they find themselves down 8% or 6%, they're haircutting their capital because they know they don't want to have a minus 10% month, i.e. a 10% drawdown on any given month. So they start to trade smaller. They might trade less frequently, right? Then they get down to be 8 9%. Um, they might just say, hey, I'm not having a 10% month. I'm going to lock in my losses at 9%, take the rest of the month off, come back next month. Because whatever I'm doing isn't working. I'm following my rules, but the market doesn't care. So again, depends on whether you're trading with cash and or leverage. And I'm talking for the equity folks, because of course, in futures, you have implied leverage no matter what. Anyway... Those are my thoughts about dealing with the uncertainty and all that stuff um, and how you can work on your mindset. You just be able to show up for the miracle, as they say. As long as you keep your losses small, you'll have good luck and good timing. If nothing else, as you're culturing the pearl of your system to show up for the winners. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, if you haven't gotten your copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading, you can get it for free at Martin Chronicle. It's on me. Look for it in the top right corner. Thanks for being here, and I will see you tomorrow.